You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Lock it in, DFS. Let's roll. Tony Sincata, ready to bring it. Put some money in your pockets. We got NBA. We got NHL. Interesting NBA DFS card uh, this evening. A lot of injuries to run through. Tony Sincata. Tony, pretty wild UFC card once again on Saturday night, wasn't it again, too? Yeah, I didn't do well this week. Uh, last, last time I got it done, but not this week. Gary Ush getting knocked out. That was a big yeah, upset. Boy. Man, that, that, that threw me. That, that's what ruined my team. Because I had a pretty good I team, Gary Ush getting killed. Two fantasy points. You can't win after getting two fantasy <laughs> points in that fight. So uh, that set me back there as well. Uh, your injuries in the NBA tonight go like this. Chris Middleton, who was injured, will play tonight. Uh, Joe Prentice deemed, deemed him a game-time decision, but he will play tonight. The Cleveland Cavaliers have changed their starting lineup. Larry Nance Jr. now a starter with Tristan Thompson out. Rodney Hood also in the starting lineup. C.D. Osmond goes to the bench. Trevor Booker out tonight. Um, and we also have Kyrie Irving out, uh, Daniel Tease in, Brandon Ingram is out tonight, and Marcus Saul is in, Deonta Davis is out, and the Milwaukee Bucks, Tyler Zeller is out, and Rashad Vaughn is out, and that's what we got up to date so far as injuries in tonight's NBA. Which provides us uh, with some value, some potential value yep. on the board uh, here, Tony. Let's start off uh, with Kyrie Irving uh, being uh, out uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Boston Celtic uh, point guard uh, situation and uh, Rozier uh, this evening. Forty nine hundred dollars, yeah. Terry Rozier. You know th- this guy. You know he's going to get you. He's pretty much a point a minute guy, Tony. And you know yeah. starting tonight against uh, the Chicago Bulls, there's no reason. Listen, he's he. I don't want to jinx it, but I don't <laughs> see why he can't get it six times. Right? I'm hoping for seven. I, but I'll tell you, five five honest. is right there, Tony. Come on, twenty. Yeah. You only need twenty. You know what I mean? To be honest, the guy has uh, put up more fantasy points than Kyrie Irving does when he when he starts, and he's an offensive machine. So uh, you start your team out with him tonight. There's like everybody's yeah. gonna own him, and you need to have him. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I do own him, and I do have him. <laughs> so let's take a look at uh, some of the other uh, point guards, uh, though, right now, Tony. So yeah, Rozier really catches my eye at forty nine hundred dollars. What about the Memphis uh, point guard uh, situation? I think that provides some uh, some value as well tonight. You know, it's interesting. I do. I I was tilting around with the uh, Memphis situation. And I don't love a lot of these guys because I don't know exactly who's going to be in, who's going to be out here. Jermichael Green's the the guy. Jermichael Green's the the guy tonight, I think, on Memphis. There's one other guy that I like in Memphis tonight. I like Dylan Brooks a little tonight at 4300 bucks. Interesting. They're going against yeah. San Antonio, which is a good defense, so you don't want to get too crazy with this situation. But Dylan Brooks is going to get some playing time in that backcourt, and he's a shooter, and when he's on, he's there. And at 4300 bucks, uh, I think he could play. Marcus All uh, against San Antonio. I think, you know what, 7600 bucks. he's not a bad play. I think there are better plays at center, but he's not a bad play there. Uh, Jermichael Green's got it every week. Every week he's going to put up double-digit boards. Uh, with this lineup, he'll have that opportunity as well. 
Colby Simmons, $3,700. Too much of a risk. Not enough upside uh, right there. Uh, Wayne Selden Jr., though, on the other hand, uh, Tony. Interesting. Uh, you know, Selden Jr. is going to be out there. He's a streaky player. You know, but it's a gamble. He's not very good. And we talk about this often, Tony, in which minutes don't automatically equate points, as we've seen in the past. There's some no, guys, think- it doesn't matter if they're starting. They're just not very good. Yeah, I think Selden's had some games this season where he's put up some decent amounts when he gets that opportunity. Uh, but you got to go against San Antonio. It's going to be a slower pace uh, for one in this game than than most of the games tonight. Uh, the defense is good there. It's the lowest total on the board tonight. It's at uh, two o three. Uh, the next game is the two o seven, the Utah Orlando game, and all the other games uh, we have a two o nine total, and the rest are up in the two twenties, two thirties. So I look at this game as probably a game you want to avoid unless you just spot check one or two cheap guys. All right, uh, Tony. So let's take a look at uh, some of the other bigger, uh, big name uh, point guards uh, here this evening. Uh, Oladipo, ninety one hundred dollars. They played last night. You know, he's he's carrying this team uh, right now. They're taking on the Bucks. I actually like the Bucks. The Bucks played last night too, Tony. But to me, the difference yeah. is the Pacers blew a big lead and then hung on uh, for the win against Washington. You saw Milwaukee the other night. I remember it was the epic comeback, but they fell short against Washington. They did the yep. same thing. Now, last night, same thing. They were getting their ass handed to them by the Philadelphia 76ers, and they throttled the Sixers in the second half. I just sort of like the momentum carrying into tonight. I think Milwaukee's a better team than the Pacers are. I don't really know the Pacers. It's not like the Pacers are unbeatable at home or anything like that. And truth be told, this is just sort of a trend. Uh, the Bucks are actually 7-1 and one against the spread in back-to-backs, uh, Tony. Meanwhile, the Pacers struggle. They're 1-5 and five against the spread in back-to-back. So I add that up. I think Milwaukee gets it done. But I don't know what kind of pace there's going to be. A lot of times you're like, oh, this Milwaukee game – you know, you, you know, there's been, they've been higher scoring than we would expect, but they're really not an explosive offensive team. This game tonight, Tony, I'm not betting the under, but I don't think it's a track meet tonight between the Pacers and the Bucks. I think it's a low, high, high 190s, low 200s game. So I, I'm going to tell you, I have Rosier as the point guard you have to get in, but you, there's enough cheap options tonight that you could get another of the top point guards in, and that's Oladipo or Damon Lillard to me. Damon Lillard's at 9,700, Oladipo's 91. I could make a, a complete lineup with Lillard in, so I drop down Oladipo, and I actually look at it more. I think Oladipo's a better option tonight than Lillard in this game. Milwaukee's a team that doesn't defend uh, the point guard and the shooting guard well, and I actually have Milwaukee in the money line tonight, plus 130 uh, in this contest. You talked about them playing in the back-to-backs. It's a young team, you know, and they're a better team than Indianapolis. I'm surprised Indiana's as good as their record is because when you look at the team on paper, it just – they don't have the talent the Milwaukee Bucks are running around with. Uh, one other guy that you can throw in there to me is uh, Zach Levine tonight in that game against Boston. So I like I like Oladipo and Lillard for the expensive guys. The cheap guys, Rosier, in the middle of the road is Zach Levine. I don't have I can't disagree with uh, Zach Levine, a guy that we didn't bring up. Uh, Gordon Dragic uh, tonight against the Phoenix uh, Suns. He's he seems to be in a good situation, but pretty pricey, man. Dragic's up there yeah. with the star prices here at seventy eight hundred. So what they did is uh. They've uh, elevated Goran Tragic Dragic's price because of the game against the Phoenix Suns. And so I'm going to stay away from him. I, I don't think it's a bad play for people, but I don't think it's a great play. I don't think you're getting any value there, and I think you can go elsewhere and get there. The one other guy that I didn't, that I, you know, a lot of people are going to look at, I think, tonight is Isaiah Thomas at $5,700 against Portland. 
I think he's an okay play, but I, I don't think he's crazy. And I think that you know at fifty seven hundred bucks, he's a little less um, than Zach Levine. But Terry Rozier is a lot better play at forty nine hundred. All right, let's talk about um, let's talk about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, $7,300. The minutes, uh, obviously, yeah. he's back uh, right now. He's played 69 minutes in the last two games, 34 and 35, respectively. The three-point the three point shot is an awkward one, Tony, uh, but yep. it's starting to drop for him uh, right now. And, you know, six for 10, two for three, three for three, very impressive um, uh, right now. So he hit uh, 11 of his last uh, 16 three-point uh, shots, dropped 58 DK points on the San Antonio Spurs. Normally plays into the high 30s, but the confidence level is there. Taking on a Portland uh, team tonight, and you know this is the highest total on the board uh, here this evening. I do like Lonzo Ball tonight at $7,300. I think he's a better play with Brandon Ingram out of the lineup, right? Because he's going to get more opportunities. That's a lot of shots out of the lineup. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers is the third best in the league at defending point guards. Now, the one thing about Ball that I really like what's going on here is that the jump shot is not going to be there every night, right? He's played really well. Four for four, three for five, and six for 12. You say, Tony, how is he getting you know, 38 points, 35 points, and he's only got five Rebounds. shots? shots. That's the thing. He's got five assists, seven assists, 11 assists, seven rebounds, six rebounds, seven rebounds. And then one other column. Against Miami, March 1st, he had six steals. Against Atlanta, he had three steals. So he's getting every category. I like I like him tonight. And I like the fact, like you mentioned, Ingram is out. It helps uh, Lonzo from a fantasy perspective. But the only... Uh, I like Portland to win this game this evening. They're sm- See, I'm, I'm taking the Lakers plus the Who would have thought, two. Tony, that like even like a month ago, if we said, man, this is a big game on that Monday yeah. night. This is actually yeah. a big game. The Lakers are playing themselves back into playoff contention. Meanwhile, Portland are, Portland are balling, man, looking for a division title. Here's the thing with um, with uh, Ball, though, that, that uh, his price has risen too high for me tonight. That seventy three hundred bucks is a little expensive now. I think he gets around thirty five fantasy points, so he comes up just short of what you need in a tournament. I think I'll call it forty plus, Tony. Forty plus. Call it forty plus. Call it forty plus. On record, forty plus. Yeah. I think he has a night. I think he has a big, uh, big fantasy game tonight. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think he'll rack up the rebounds, the assists. He'll hit a couple of shots, a couple of layups. I think uh, I think he has a big uh, big night. All right, let's talk about so so who you're going you're with right. here. So so Rozier's your guy, you're right? Because I'm taking the Lakers plus the two. I'm taking Lonzo Ball in my lineup, but I'm betting on the Blazers. So <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> this is where fantasy and reality do not uh, do not connect. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so we agreed though. Rozier is almost a half. Uh, you know, forty nine hundred dollars. Nice value here with Rozier at yep. point guard, right? So we're in agreement there. Yep. All right, so let's get into the shooting guard. Uh, because I actually have Lonzo Ball uh, as my third guard, so let's get into the shooting guard uh, position here. You mentioned uh, Levine at sixty-six hundred dollars. What do you make of uh, of Dwayne Wade uh, tonight? D Wade is turning around. Uh, he's okay tonight, but I don't love him. Fifty-four hundred bucks. The problem is if they pound Phoenix, which teams tend to do. Um, He's not going to play that. He doesn't play long enough. He'll play it at twenty minutes, twenty plus minutes. So I think he's an okay play, but I'm I'm concerned about the minutes there. I like both Celtics guards tonight. Now with Marcus Smart will get more playing yeah, time as yeah, well yeah. without Kyrie Irving. So forty nine hundred and forty eight hundred respectively. And um, 
you can also look at James Enos uh, for Detroit in that game against Cleveland with the highest total at 3,400. If you need a cheap play, I uh, could go there and go back to Devin Booker, who's put up. Uh, he just keeps shooting the ball. He's 8,600 bucks. Uh, who else? Uh, anyone else catch your eye here? T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. Um, we'll get to we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to uh, his position a little bit later. I'm just looking uh, through this game uh, here. There's going to be points. I'm tempted by Drogic, but it's just too freaking expensive, man. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Yep. It's just it's just too expensive. All right, let's get uh, let's get into the shooting guard right now. Oladipo, ninety one hundred. Devin Booker, eighty six. Uh, Mitchell's eighty one hundred. McCollum, seventy seven hundred. Uh, we got Eric Bledsoe, 7,000. Lavini, 66. Dunn, 65. Richardson, 6,300. Man, I'm a, I like a lot of these Miami Heat players, and I'm looking at him, but same thing. It's it's pretty pricey at $6,300. Like, I need, we yeah. need 35 points now. All these guys have been raised because of the algorithms used by DraftKings to uh, uh, the prices uh, against this Phoenix Suns. So, I, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of them are great plays. And when I look at the other shooting guards, I mentioned Rosier and Smart, Zach Levine and Lowell Depot. We talked about it, the point guard. You can use them at shooting guard as well. And How Devin about our Booker. boy Fournier? Fournier is just a plug-in dude. Like he just puts numbers up all the time, Tony. <laughs> like, you love I'm him. You. I, well, how, how can you not? The guy he might be the most consistent fantasy guy in the league. Like it's like. You know, the upside, except that night, of course, he went off for 42. And the last time you yeah. challenged me with him. So he's $5,700 tonight. So what do, what do we need? We need 27.5 DK points to get value here. He's he going to get to 30. He goes against Utah, which is the third best team against uh, shooting gods. This game has a low total. I agree that it gets right around 30, but I don't think he goes over 35. So that's the uh, the case with Gabe Morency and his love of Evan Fournier. I think he gets close, but uh, you can't. Uh, I, I I can't throw him in my lineup because I want upside. I want big time plays. I want to take it to the next level. You know is what I'm Levine, saying? Is Levine going to take us to the next level? He's going to play 35 minutes tonight in that Celtics game. And and when you look at that, we have a 210 total in that one. You're looking at the, the highest totals for tonight is Cleveland and Detroit, of course, and the Lakers in Portland, and then Phoenix and Miami. And then that game is the next total there. So that's the fourth highest total tonight. All right. So when it's all said and done, Zach Levine is, is the final answer. My final answer is I'm going to go with both Celtics, Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart and Victor Oladipo. I like, I like where you're going with that. Oladipo should have a nice, uh, nice night tonight. All right. LeBron James. Is LeBron James just one of these deals where you have to own him? I'm not so sure tonight because of that Portland Lakers game. I like Lillard this evening. I think Lillard can get us something. He's $2,000 cheaper than LeBron James is tonight. What's your take on James against the Pistons? 11-7. Got to put him in. He's getting too much play. And if you if you like, here's the thing. I think you can get Lillard and James in your lineup. I tried to do it, and I was close. And... I just dropped down to James and Oladipo. So the lineup I'll give you guys out will have James and Oladipo in it tonight. I think uh, two guys you have to play tonight, James and Rozier. I think those are two guys you start out your lineups with. All right, LeBron James taking on the uh, the Pistons uh, this evening. Greek Freak taking on the Pacers. He's 10-4. Uh, Booker, 86. Aaron Gordon, $7,000. Uh, tough spot, though, up there in Utah tonight. We got Jeff Green, Richardson, Jackson, 
TJ Warren. Here we get to TJ Warren. What do you make of TJ Warren uh, tonight? Too expensive? Um, no. Well, he's, he's been pretty th- consistent, man. You know who just wished me a happy birthday on Facebook? Katy Perry. You want, close. Lee Steinberg, the super agent. Lee Steinberg? Yeah. What, is he, Remember him? I didn't realize he represented you. <laughs> I wish he did. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Lee Steinberg's pretty good. Uh, that's there pretty good. We, go. we had Chris Ivory's agent on the show earlier. I, I was listening. I was listening. I, I'll give you one guy that, that I like before we go to break. Kyle Kuzma tonight without Brandon Ingram. He'll get more play time, only 5,400 against Portland. I like Kuzma. I actually have him on lineup. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get to Tony Sincata's uh, lineup. Tony's got me really thinking uh, here. I'm shaking things up a little bit right now. We'll get Tony's lineup on the other side. We'll talk some NHL hockey. We'll get to my best bets of the night as well. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Well, Tony, it might be your birthday, but uh, there's uh, no rest for the wicked, right? What no, better way no, to no. celebrate your birthday than with some uh, a DraftKings win uh, here this evening? So what do you got? What's your lineup tonight? My lineup is as follows for the evening uh, tonight. Real quick, uh, Tyson Chandler is going to play for the Phoenix Suns, making it a little tougher matchup for Whiteside. Tyler Johnson is questionable, and Ellington out. Uh, in that matchup. Here's his line of point guard. Going with Terry Rosier, 4,900. Rodney Hood at the two guard. He's going to get the start tonight at 4,500. He can, he's a good scorer. He's a good offensive player. LeBron James, 11,700. Larry Nance Jr. getting the start for Tristan Thompson, 5,300. At center, I'm going with Bobby Portis. Only $6,200 against the Boston Celtics. For Detroit, I'm going with James Enos at 3,400 against Cleveland. Marcus Smart, 4,800 bucks. And Victor Oladipo, Depot, 9,100. So I got a lot of action in the um, Cleveland-Detroit game, and I got a lot of action in the Boston-Chicago game. I like uh, like your lineup, uh, Tony. We didn't talk about uh, the center position. Pau Gasol uh, this evening. Pau Gasol, $6,500. When I look at the center position tonight, like I – I get Bobby Portis at the $6,200 range, so it's right around there, and I think he's the best bet. And I like Larry Nance, who's eligible at center at 5300 I think Nance is going to get – he's been putting up some good numbers in limited playing time. Now without Tristan Thompson there, I think he puts up big numbers. And a guy you usually like, I like tonight too, is Julius Randle. Uh, without Brandon Ingram in there, it gets Kyle Kuzma in the lineup. Uh, they play a little smaller, and I think Randle uh, actually uh, puts up some big numbers tonight. 
I like uh, I like Randall. I like Randall every night. Uh, actually, <laughs> I like yeah. Randall. I like Randall every night. But I do think yeah, uh, I do think he's in a good uh, spot. I'm really tempted with Goran Dragic uh, here, Tony. I really am. I had a lineup uh, though. I had I was kicking the tires on Selden, but if Wayne Selden Jr. was three thousand dollars, it'd be worth it, Tony. I would you know I could hold my breath and hope that he can get to. Um, I could hope that he get to fifteen. But at four K, I don't know if he can get to twenty points. The guy that I, I think the cheap guy tonight to take a shot on is, is James Enos. It, you look at what he's done. He Orlando thirty three points at thirty five hundred bucks, right? He, he guy guy bangs away threes. He put up fifteen fantasy points against Miami, which is enough if you're only paying thirty four hundred. Then he had a stinker at my uh, Milwaukee at five, but he had twenty two points against a good Toronto Raptors defense. Uh, 13 against Charlotte, 10 there against Boston. So even when he has a bad game, he's right around that 15-point mark, and he has the upside of a 33. Yeah, yeah, 30. Yeah, 30 yeah. And that's what it's all about. Whenever you're playing tournaments, too, you got to keep the upside in your mind because, you know what, we can put a lot of these guys in play. And I'll tell you right now, when it comes to daily fantasy sports, the greatest predictability is in a basketball than any other sport. And it comes down to variance. You guys heard that I'm talking about baseball earlier uh, in the show. A basket's two points. An assist is a point. A rebound's a point. Here's the thing in football. You have a six-point variance in a touchdown. A one-yard run can get you six points because it's a touchdown. A 315-foot line drive in Major League Baseball could be an out, could be a double, could be a home run. And that's the variance that's hard statistically to manipulate and keep track of. Uh, In baseball, it's going to be tougher when it gets here. Basketball is the one sport from a DFS perspective that is the easiest for us to predict the outcome. If you put the time in and you put the work in, uh, you could predict basketball better than any other sport. You're listening to Game Dive Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we talk a little DFS always in the final hour. And, of course, you get Gabe Morency's best bets and uh, nothing better than that. I was telling uh, the people the people i got three teams you know tony i was talking about that i apologize for getting cut off of there but what do you what do you make of zach collins tonight coming off a big game this kid can bang the boards he's starting to get some playing minutes right now to the despair of of nurkic of nurkic's yep. uh, season-long owners uh yeah and the playing time is kind of weird but Portland are playing good basketball, and Collins is helping them out, and he's getting a lot of minutes right now. He racks up the rebounds. Offensively, the game is very, very raw. Coming off a massive night, but even though he's coming off that big night, I still don't think he's going to be heavily owned this evening or anything like that. Uh, but are we a daylight dollar short with Zach Collins? This is a problem with going with Zach Collins is that, that there's tremendous upside at the 3700 bucks, right? And if he, got for, if he ever plays 28 minutes again, he put up 23 fantasy points in 28 minutes. But we go back one game, just one game, March 1st, right? He played 19 minutes. He only put up eight fantasy points. Uh, on 227, 17 fantasy points in 18 minutes. In nine minutes of play, he put up 11 fantasy points. So he's had up and down games. So there's two things that you put in play here. One, we don't know how many minutes we play. And two, we don't know the outcome. But you got a Lakers team that is not good defensively against big men. If he does get 20 minutes of play, would I be shocked he scored 20 fantasy points? No. So if you're going to play in a tournament and you want to take a shot with somebody, it's a guy you could take a shot with. Uh, but I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't lock it in stone, but there's some upside here. 
you know, we was talking a lot about Damian Lillard, uh, CJ McCollum. He was called Tony for a week and a half or, yeah. or so, or two even. Uh, but he's starting to heat up uh, right now. And I think he's got an opportunity tonight. So we talked about Lillard being at $9,700. You can get a piece of this Blazer team, and we talked about it. I like the over of this game. I think there's going to be some points. Uh, McCollum, $7,700. So he's $2,000 less than, uh, than Lillard is tonight. I like McCollum tonight. Here's the good. Here's the positive about McCollum. This is he's uh, in his last game, which was two days ago. He was sixty seven hundred, so he's gone up a thousand bucks. They raised his price. McCollum was a guy we talked about last week. We said he was cold, but we liked him in the game because he had been cold, and we figured he'd turn it on. Here's the thing: is that Lonzo Ball should be on Damon Lillard tonight, and Isaiah Thomas would be on C.J. McCollum. That's no match for McCollum. McCollum should eat him alive. All right. So a lineup that I've thrown together. Um, as uh, we've been doing this show, and I've shook, I shook things up a little bit. I got Salvin Jr. out of there. So I got Terry Rozier, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Larry Nance Jr., Zach Collins. I can't resist, Tony. Goran Dragic. And uh, Dragic, he's, he's going to go off tonight. Yeah, I'll go with Jordan Dragic. Uh, I'm going to ride you on uh, Enos. I'm going to take, uh, take Enos, and I got C.J. McCollum. So that's Rozier, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Nance Jr., Zach Collins, Warren Dragic, Enos, and C.J. McCollum. I like this lineup. I think uh, this can win some head-to-head. The only two I'm worried about tonight is is Wade on the playing time in a game against Phoenix. Because Phoenix sometimes plays like like their fear field. They've um, been a little better, though. They've been a little better, if you notice, over the last couple of games. They've been competitive on the road. Tyson Chandler back, and he's better defensive player than they have at any other one, anyone else at the center position. And then we don't know uh, what we're going to get at the center position in Portland. But you only exactly. pay thirty seven hundred bucks, so you you take it's a, a roll of the there. dice, like you said. You know what? I think I think uh, I'm going to call my prediction of the night, Tony. Let's say uh, eighteen points, eighteen DK points for Collins tonight. Well, there you go, so, uh, Gabe Morrissey putting a number to a name right here on Game Time Decisions. All right, so let's talk some NHL hockey. Did you put together? Did you do anything for hockey? Actually, oh, uh, I got my hockey tonight. We got a six and a half total in the NHL tonight. Yeah, so yeah, you love you love betting. You love this hockey stuff, huh? You <laughs> love. <laughs> I got Anytime. an all star. I got an all star team, my man, tonight in the in the NHL. I don't know how this happened. But I'm able to get Malkin, Crosby, and Connor McDavid in my lineup tonight. 7,900, 7,400, 8,100 for those three uh, in my lineup tonight. And then I balance it out with Furland in that game against Pittsburgh, 4,200 bucks. I got Gunsel in Pittsburgh, 5,400. Uh, Devin Shaw, $3,400 uh, in Dallas. Uh, Poulier, 3,200 bucks with my Canadian pronunciation. Uh, betting at 3,000. And Markstrom should get the start tonight for Vancouver against the Islanders. He'll see a lot of rubber at 7,300 bucks. You know what? There are a lot of star players and a lot of options. You talked about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Penguins, um, you know, these guys gave up, what, 17 goals uh, in three games. They've been playing some higher-scoring games as of late. Already kind of shaky defensively. Now they've got their backup goaltenders in uh, playing all the time. I was attracted by that. I was looking at Phil Castle. Obviously, Sidney Crosby's always in the mix. Um, Malkin uh, as well. A player, actually, that I remember a couple of weeks ago, I didn't like it. I was like, man, I don't know, man. Sagan's a lot of money, and he's not hot right now. The puck's just not going his way. Yeah, that's changed right now. Sagan's really hot. 
He's $7,500 this evening, taking on Ottawa. Uh, Derek Broussard's a player I'm looking at that tonight, Tony. Yes. Uh, $5,200. I had to take him out of my lineup. Yeah. He was originally in my lineup, but when I upgraded to uh, McDavid, I couldn't fit him in my lineup, but I like him tonight as well. Yeah, I like I like Broussard at $5,200. A player that's really playing well and a player that uh, always makes me feel dull when we talk about him because it wasn't that long ago that his father was playing. And of course, uh, Matthew Kachuk, Keith Kachuk's uh, kid. Yes. This kid's really getting it done, man. I mean, he's consistently putting up nice numbers. He's got four more DK points in, um, in uh, six of his last uh, seven hockey games. Um you know, he's got uh, seven goals and six assists in the last 12 games right now. Very, very consistent and affordable at $5,800 as well. Mark Stone's a player tonight, too, guys. $6,100. Ottawa's kind of beat up uh, right now. But, you know, hockey teams have heart. So even though it looked like Ottawa was going to quit, they haven't. Um, you know, this guy's been getting it done. He's got an eight-game uh, point streak uh, right now. 11 assists and two goals um, in the last uh, eight games. He's got uh, 10, 10 games in the last 17 games in which he's had uh, at least two points. Very, very impressive run for Mark Stone. $6,100 tonight. Yeah, the only negative I have on that Mark Stone situation is the Dallas Stars are number one defensively against right wings and allowing fantasy points in the NHL. Tony busting up the analytics. I was, just, I was talking about uh, backup goalies, Tony. Tristan Jerry tonight. Tristan Jerry for the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins, seventy seven hundred dollars. I'll tell you what, I I, uh, I I like backup goalies because I like I don't like spending like the top dollars on my goalies. I like to get those offensive players there, but that takes some nutsack, I think, to use a backup goalie in a game with a six and a half total. But when you look at the Penguins, the Penguins. Are a big favorite in this contest, a 183 favorite. Uh, it's not a bad move. And Calgary have been struggling as well as of late. Yeah, Cal- Cal- yeah. Calgary's hit a little, little bit, a uh, little bit of a wall. I've been doing pretty well with my NHL bets uh, as of late, uh, but I'm looking at tonight's uh, tonight's board, Tony. We got Calgary Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the, the Penguins are uh, minus uh, minus 185 right now, so it's come down a little bit. You mentioned the total of being at six and a half. That's the highest total of the night. We didn't even get to the Islanders and the Canucks. And anytime the Islanders are playing, you generally want to stack uh, the other team just because they give up so many goals and they give up so many shots on goal. Uh, but, you know, they, there's been a few games that have been lower scoring as of late uh, with them. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, tonight, minus 175. Katri. Kadri is, um, you know, I was looking at Kadri, but I think she's just a little bit too pricey tonight. Cam likes the, the Leafs tonight for, for betting purposes, but I don't. You know, one of the thing, big robbery game. One of the guys that I was looked at and I've used before, but um, I, I got to ask you this. It looks like from my information that Van Ramsdyke was moved down to the third line. He's still playing on the power play, but he's down on the third line for Toronto. And um, that was a little worrisome to me. Yeah, I wouldn't be overly concerned with that. He's so good. I think it's not really a demotion. They're just sort of trying to start to spread the depth a little bit. I think, you know, Babcock got frustrated. Um, You know, they played that game outdoors. I don't know. Did you watch any of that stuff on Yeah, the wind was 80 miles an hour. The wind was 80 miles an hour. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, Tony, there's there's only like 14 games left in the regular season. This is like playing in London in the NFL, like 
you know, second week of December type of thing with a wild card spot on the line. Like it's, <laughs> it's too late. It's too late in the year to be screwing around with these gimmick games outside like that, man. It, it just is. Uh, but I know, listen, the, the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs is really upset. Like, he didn't care about, oh, it's outside, no excuses. He's getting a little frustrated, actually. So I think that's why he's shaking things up with Van Riemsdyk. And he basically called out the young players on the team, which with JVR is not one of. Right? He, he called out the young. He basically said that, you know, the Capitals are laughing at us. They think we're just dumb little kids. And they prove us right with the dumb things that we do uh, against them all the time. The Leafs are a pretty young team. It'll be interesting to see how they respond tonight. I'm not in a hurry to be laying uh, minus 175. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really love anyone from a fantasy perspective. It just didn't jump off the page at me, these guys, tonight. Now, um, when you look at that game, the five and a half total there, what about any of the goaltending in this game with the five and a half total? Uh, Frederick Anderson expected to get the start there. You, you don't like him at the 8400 or uh, Buffalo. It's pretty man, expensive. I'm not sure they're going to win. And, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo are going to be up for this, Tony. It's a big-ass rivalry, man. It's close, right? Like uh, yeah. Buffalo and Toronto, it's a big rivalry. And Freddie Anderson's been awesome. One of the best goalies in here the, the, in the league this year. But if you notice, man, he faces a lot of rubber, dude. He, gets, he faces a lot of shots, and he plays almost every night. I think he's getting a little bit tired, actually. So, like I said, that post-outdoor game, because it's not just that they're playing outside. There's a lot of, like, gimmicky crap that goes with it. You're standing around. The anthem takes forever. You know, you're meeting legends. You're taking pictures with people. You're doing the NBC photo shoot stuff. I think it's pretty draining, actually. And now playing, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to respond to that. I'm not in love with Anderson tonight. I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Leafs lost tonight. You know what? When I was a kid, I used to always hope that um, when the goalie got a penalty, they should make a play the two minutes without a cup instead of the one-man advantage. <laughs> you know, you know, in the Olympics, they had the rule where um, after, so if there was a penalty and you scored on the power play, you didn't get out of the box after. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, that's Why an interesting. Well, you know what's funny? Would... That used to be, Tony, that used to be the rule. But the Montreal Canadiens were so damn good, they used to score like three or four times on a power play and the game would be over. That's crazy. Game Dime Decisions, Gabe Morrissey, Tony Cicada. We're here. Coming back, Gabe's best bets. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Have the uh, Kahuna's Tony to pull the trigger on the Detroit Pistons tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not only do I have the Kahuna's, I'm going to bet the money line in that game. I probably should take uh, a little action on the points, but I am going to take on the money line. The one thing I said, you know, right from the start when Cleveland put it together and they, everybody was all a buzz about how good they look. 
they were still letting up a ton of points. Blake Griffin's been struggling offensively. Tonight would be a good game for him to get back on track, and I'm going to take a shot with him and Drummond, plus 210. All right, so we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Pacers. Uh, both teams played last night, but what's interesting about this is uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are actually 7-1 and one against the spread uh, their last eight games on back-to-backs. Meanwhile, the Pacers are just 1-4 in four in back-to-back situations. You and I talked about this. We're in agreement that uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are the better basketball team. Um, you, know, you know you know, they have a little momentum after the big comeback last night. They had the massive comeback the other night against Washington, even though they fell short. I think their confidence level is starting to grow a little bit uh, right now. Uh, Parker makes a big difference to this team. I, I like this spot uh, for, for – it's a tough game, obviously. Listen, Milwaukee, it's it's a two-and-a-half-point spread for a reason. But I like the Bucks in this spot. As far as the, the Suns and the Heat are concerned, Tony, the total is 218-and-a-half. And you talked about it. It's always a concern when it comes to from for fantasy purposes. Do you figure that the Suns would always be a great fantasy game because they're going to get blown out? But they get blown out because they quit. And yes. their players often just roll over. And, you know, they – you know, they'll score 96 points. They always have that quarter where they score eight points or 12 points or something only. But they've shown a little bit of a fight recently. They've been better on the road for whatever reason than they have been at home. And the Miami Heat are 5-2 and two to the over in their last seven games. The Suns, Tony, routinely give up 115, 118 points. Look, the total is 218 and a half right now tonight. 218, 218 and a half. There's no reason why Miami can't get to – 115, you know, 118. So basically, can the Suns crack 100? You know, if the Suns can give me 105, we're going to get there. I think we can get there. I'm going to go over the number in the Suns in the Heat game. And, uh, Tony, this is what they call uh, an ugly dog, man. It's called the old clothespin pick. You know, you you know, you, you pick it and uh, you plug the nose, man, and you hope for the best. But the Utah Jazz... They're a trendy team because the Jazz, you know, they won the 11 games in a row. They stumbled yeah. a little bit, but they're still a trendy team. I don't know if they should be laying nine and a half points, Tony. They're 1-7 against the spread in their last eight basketball games. Orlando's riding a two-game win streak right now. Orlando actually has some decent players. To me, this has the type of game written all over where Utah win, but people who bet on Utah are getting pissed off because they don't pull away and they win by like seven or eight or something. I like the Orlando you know Magic game around what? there. What's crazy about that is I absolutely agree with you. I don't, and and in my sports book, this has dropped to nine and a half right now. Um, what what's happening here is this Jazz team does not score, and it's gone down to two hundred five. Actually, the total. You know, Johnny Public's going to be all over Utah Jazz tonight. Oh, Utah are hot. Look at uh, look at Orlando. Blah blah. Um, and then I think they're going to sweat it out. I think you, it'll be a close game. It'll be one of those four or five point games, and then in the end. Uh, Utah end up winning the game by like seven, maybe eight or something like that. But you mentioned it, Tony. Utah offensively challenged. You're laying nine and a half, yeah. ten points with a team that's not going to put up 120 points. Gabe just made me get down on Orlando Magic people. So to the same. No, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. I was talking uh, when we went when we were uh, off. San Antonio Memphis. This game's an eleven point spread, right? And I think this could be a dog of a game. And I'm looking at the two hundred one and a half total. I hate going under, but you know when whatever we yeah, see a so low. total, uh, it's so low. But it tells I me to go under. 
You're right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm conditioned, Tony. I don't bet a lot of unders. But what are they saying in this? I'm surprised they didn't make it like 197 or something like that. To be honest with you, yeah. I don't, I don't know where the points going to come from. Neither team is going to be pushing the tempo. Like at least, like you know, I like the over in that Phoenix game in Miami. Phoenix is going to push the tempo. You know what happens for 48 minutes is another question. But we know they're going to push the tempo. They're going to bomb threes. Memphis and San Antonio. Neither team is going to be running and gunning in that game. I, I, I like where we're going. So the Blazers. The Blazers and the Lakers. I'm looking forward to watching this game. Lakers are on a roll, Tony. They've won five games in a row. They've won nine straight, man, on Staple at the Staple Center, on Staple Center Court. Nine, nine straight. Yeah, you know this, man. I want to mention though, the Blazers are also scorching. They're five and zero straight up in their last yeah. five. The Blazers. They're eight and two against the spread in the last ten games. The the Blazers absolutely own the Lakers. You know they've beaten them ten straight times. The last ten times they played, they've beaten them every time. They're also eight and two against the spread. The Lakers are on a seven zero and one overrun uh, right now. I think there's going to be points in this game, but I like the Blazers. And Tony, you know this from baseball. You see this all the time. When teams, they always lose the first game back after a road trip. You ever notice that? It, it happens with teams that travel. Forget about like NFL football, but NHL teams, MLB teams, NBA teams, Tony, they go on the road. They come back home after a good good road trip. You know, they go home. They got to deal with the bills. They got to deal with you know. They got to deal with the wife. They got to deal with the mistress, the stripper. They got to deal with you know their posse, whatever the hell they're doing, and they get distracted. They don't have the same focus as they did on the road, and they lose inevitably. I think Portland beat them tonight. I think the Lakers get caught, and I think Ingram being out hurts them a lot. Let me ask you a question. I want to ask you a, a gambling strategy question. All right. And and this is for all the new listeners out there that are, that are uh, partaking in this. You get a veteran, Gabe Morrissey, advice here. So here's what I have tonight, right? I have Milwaukee and I have uh, Detroit. We talked about earlier. Say I win those two games at seven o'clock, and then the third team of my parlay is Portland. I have thirty to make three thirty something, right? Would you go the other way and put a hundred on the uh, on the uh, Portland Trail Blazers and, and try to just uh, make sure that you get a profit and whether it'll be the old hedge. Yeah, do you do you, yeah, do you, the old you know this this is it all depends on the person. You know, like we said, if you're Mike Cardano who's, you know, accidentally betting a thousand dollar contest, <laughs> there's no need to hedge, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, but oh no, all cutting aside, listen, it's it's different people's approaches. If your approach is just to make money, you're not in it for the thrill, you're not in it for the ego, you're not in it because you're a degenerate gambler. You're looking just to make money then that's the way to go. You know, you get the first two, boom, you've already made your money. Play the other side, and, uh, you know, you've got plus money on, on either way. Now, that's, you know, if you really need the money, but I don't like hedging. If I'm betting on something, I bet on it because I think they're going to win, right? I think, you know, I like the pick. But if, you know, I, we talked about this, and it'll be a big thing with baseball coming up, Tony, and it's unbelievable, man. We've seen in baseball over the last couple of years, and I don't know, we'll get to this tomorrow, actually, because we're running out of time, but the, um, I don't know if you saw the study. It turns out, yeah, the baseballs are wound a little tighter after all, at least they're saying. At least that's what one of the studies showed. But there's a ton of runs at baseball. So let's just say classic example, Tony. Cincinnati Reds at the Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs are like minus 240 standard, you know, 220, minus 240. So the Cincinnati Reds are putting like plus 280. Um, you take 
You take the Cincinnati Reds before the game starts at plus 180. Boom. They score three or four runs in the first inning. Next thing you know, you're getting the Cubs at like plus 145, plus 150, plus 200. And we know in baseball, especially, you know, in, in some of these divisions and some of these parks, a three and four nothing lead is nothing, Tony. It's nothing. Like if you see, oh, look, the Brewers are up three nothing on the Cubs after one, do you think, oh, the Brewers are going to win this game for sure now? But the odds, like, really, really swing, like, crazily. So, like, if the Cubs will suddenly, instead of being minus 240, suddenly the Cubs are going to be plus 190 because they're down 2 nothing after one inning or they're down 2-3 nothing after one inning. So you take the underdog first, and then, boom, as soon as the, the, uh, the underdog scores first and gets a couple of runs, you grab the home team, who is the favorite, at the plus money, and you kick back, and you've got plus money, and you don't even have to watch the rest of the game. You know, you got a hundred bucks at plus one eighty. You got another hundred bucks at plus one ninety, and boom, you just made eighty or ninety bucks, and you move on to the next game. You know, and it's sort of like playing a live in stock market. Really, that's ex- exactly what this is. You're not gambling on sports now, Tony. You're just playing a market. You're playing the numbers. You know, it's irrelevant who's playing and what the analytics are of all the pitcher and this and against lefties. That's all irrelevant. You are simply playing the number, Tony, and you can make money. But it's pointless if you're doing it with $20 bets. Oh, great. Right. You, know, I, I, you know, I get 27 back if this team wins, and I get 29 back if that team wins. But if you're actually doing it 100 bucks a pop, 200 bucks a pop, and you don't mind your discipline, you know, and you just take your, say, 60, 80 bucks, your 120 buck profit in the game, and you move on to the next one, you can do this without actually, you're not really, you don't have to worry about who's winning the damn game. I mean, once in a while, the underdog will blow the other team away, and you got a problem, but you can make money doing this, Tony, by, by playing the market like that. There you go. We're educating the masses, and, foot, and baseball is only 20 days away. Uh, so people put it this way. Out. Well, we were in the Las Vegas Super uh, Contest, and we finished in eighth place. We knew there was one game left, so it was a Sunday night game. And it was basically, if we, if we won the game, we were going to finish in fourth place, and we would have won $110,000. And if we lose the game, we finish in eighth place, and we win $55,000. Now, this was split with three other guys, so it wasn't just all me. But... So I had the choice, Tony. You know, there was a $50,000 difference between 104000 and $55,000 on the Sunday night. I'll never forget it. Teddy Bridgewater and the Vikings at Green Bay for the division title. And um, I was thinking, well, do I hedge here? Do I put like 5000 Is I guarantee the casino here? We know we're finishing either eighth or fourth. And I just didn't have the heart to do it. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I thought, you know what? I didn't get this far to be eighth place in a Las Vegas Super Contest because my picks were crap. I liked the game, right? I'm not, I'm not going to screw around. And I, I did it the half. I ended up at the half. I think I put like 1200 bucks on, on, on the Vikings because I didn't like what, like what I was seeing. But I, I didn't really hedge, man. And it was, I, you know, we cost ourselves $55,000, $50,000 essentially by not hedging. And as I like to say, Tony, hedging's for gardeners, man. If you're scared, go to church, right? This is gambling. Absolutely. My buddy was sitting in a... We're sitting at a table in Vegas. My buddy, there's a girl. She goes, um, 
She goes, it's too cold in here. It's too cold in here in the casino. My buddy looks over at her and he goes, baby, you're evidently not risking enough. Okay, <laughs> uh, we got about a minute and change. What do you got in college hoops tonight? All right, I'm going all overs here tonight. Not to be whatever. The money's here. Talking about playing the markets. But I like Iona to get it done on the money line tonight on their home court. Iona minus 130 and over 152. Denver and South Dakota State, Tony, over 140. San Francisco and Gonzaga. You know, no reason why they don't go over 140 points here. Similar situation, BYU-St. Mary's over 136 tonight. We go at least 3-1 uh, and one with those basketball overs tonight. There you have it. Great job by Mike Florio, I think. I don't know who sabotaged us. If it was Florio, Putin, or the... Uh, yeah, it could be Florio. Pat Mayo. Pat Mayo. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. There's a lot of guys out there. You never know. It could have been Cam Stewart's bag, uh, for all we know, as people get... Well, we know it's Scott the King Engel trying to make us look bad, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do that. He does that on Fridays for us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. You get Cam and Gabe, and then I come a little later and close things out. And, of course, uh, I have my birthday for five more hours. If you're a woman with self-esteem... Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. If you have a woman with low self-esteem, send me a message on Facebook. I'm available for the rest of the evening. Game time decisions. We are hasta la vista. Is that how you say it, Gabe? 